This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's talk about BC's confusing distracted driving laws now. Vancouver Island woman says she's going to fight the ticket that she got. Her cell phone, she says, was securely mounted on the dashboard of her car. She touched the phone to change a song that was playing on her car's stereo speakers. Uh, cop saw her do it. Yeah, she got a big honking ticket. Let's check in with Kyla Lee now, criminal def- lawyer in Vancouver, handles a lot of cases like this. Kyla, it's nice to talk to you again. Nice to talk to you. Thank you for having me. Okay, so this woman gets this ticket here for a lot of money. This is a $368 ticket. She thinks it's unfair. What did she do wrong here? Well, I mean, what she did do wrong was touching the phone for a purpose unrelated to accepting, initiating, or declining a call. Those are the only touches that are permitted under the Motor Vehicle Act, and in those circumstances, it's only one touch to do any of those actions. But the ticket that she was issued in this case was also not valid, so she does have a good defense to it. Why is it not valid? There are two types of charges for using an electronic device. One uh, applies to people who have a Class 5 license, and one applies only to people who are Class 7 drivers, so with their L or their N. And the ticket that was issued to her was the Class 7 ticket, even though she has a Class 5 license. So she's not actually eligible for the ticket with the charge that she received. Okay, are you you, uh, acting for her? Yes, I'm uh, taking this case on pro bono, so... Pro bono. Okay, so it sounds like you got a pretty good case there. Let me ask you about, you know, it just seems like on the surface that some of this stuff doesn't pass kind of a common sense test. If you have the phone securely mounted on your dashboard in some sort of dedicated phone holder, which she did, you're, you're telling me you're allowed, you are allowed to touch the phone to accept a phone call. That's okay, but you can't touch it to change a song on your on your speakers. Right? Correct. Is that correct? Okay. That's correct. And it, it right. is absurd. It, it completely defies common sense because it's about as dangerous to tap the phone to change the song on the phone as it is to tap the radio to change the radio station or to oh, change yeah. the volume. It, yeah. It's no different. Yeah. And don't a lot of new modern cars now have touch screens in them? A lot of modern cars have touch screens and some of them are incredibly distracting. The Tesla screens are about the size of a computer monitor. Right. Right. So there seems to be a lot of confusion out there about exactly what is legal and what's illegal under distracted driving. Can we go through a couple of the cases that we've heard about? I mean, what, what, what was that one that the woman who said that uh, you're not allowed to put your, your phone in a cup holder? Was that one ever yeah. resolved? Yes, that has been resolved. There have been two cases now from the BC Supreme Court that have said you are allowed to have your phone loose in the vehicle, regardless of what class of license you have. Um, As long as you're not touching it or using any of its functions, um, the phone can be sitting there. That's totally fine. Okay, I also saw an argument on Twitter, and I I believe, you, Kyla, you weighed in on this one with someone saying that this is actually, these laws are kind of unfair to poor people because if you've got an old car... Uh, an old beater that maybe doesn't have a good radio in it. People are using their phones to listen to music. So it's sort of not fair to people who can't afford a newer car. Uh, I don't know. It's a bit of a bank shot for me, but what do you think of that argument? Well, I mean, I think it makes better sense in the circumstances of changing the song, you know, where, you know, on my car, I have a newer car, and so I can flick a a switch that's on my steering wheel 
to navigate the song on my uh, on my music when I'm playing it through the car. Um, but a lot of cars don't have that function. And to expect people to comply with the law um, and still be able to have the you know enjoyment of listening to their music through the speakers, the law needs to to accommodate everybody's circumstances right. as long as there's not a public safety risk. And there isn't. Okay. Is the law unfair? I think so. I think the law is unfair. It's a huge consequence that is applied across the board, regardless of what you do with your phone. So if you pick it up to check a text message at a red light versus if you're actively sending a text while you're in motion, one is much less dangerous than the other, but you get the same punishment regardless. Do you think that should be legal then? Like if you're stopped at a red light, you should be allowed to check a text message? I don't think so, but it's okay. not as dangerous inherently as actively texting or actively talking and holding your phone to your ear while you're driving. And the law could easily, you know, vary the type of punishment that people get based on the conduct they're engaged in and the public safety, you know, risk that's posed by that conduct. But it doesn't. And that, that makes an unfair law because people are being treated unequally yeah. under the law. What about touching the phone, say, to... Changes change a song on a uh, that you're listening to on your speakers. Do you think that should be allowed? If the phone is securely mounted in a proper phone holder on the dashboard of your car, should you be allowed to touch the screen for something other than taking a phone call? Yeah, I mean, touch the screen to confirm a change in GPS directions. You know, when your GPS pops up and says yeah. you can save five minutes by taking this route, to click OK, to click, you know, the shuffle button to change a song. Something that's a one touch to in, to use a feature of the phone doesn't take your eyes off the road long enough to pose a significant risk and any more risk than any of your vehicle's built-in features do. Okay. let's. Here's what we'll do, Kyla. We'll take a break right now. When we come back, we'll keep talking about this, but let's open the phone lines now. And you phone me and you tell me, what you think about this story here you've got a vancouver island a single mom going to university and she gets uh, slapped with this uh, massive ticket 368 bucks for touching the phone to change a song it's the phone is mounted on the dashboard of her car do you think that should be allowed you are allowed to touch the phone to take and hang up a phone call should you be allowed to scroll through songs on spotify should you be allowed to check a text message if the if the uh, it's mounted on the phone? What about when you're stopped at a red light? Do you think these distracted driving laws are fair? If or if you have questions about how the law and it's applied, call me right now six zero four two eight zero ninety eight ninety eight. I'll Paul in Vancouver. Hi. Hey, how are you? Good morning. Good. Yeah, uh, forget touching your cell phone to uh, change a screen. I've literally been driving. And every morning I'd watch this guy eat breakfast going by me at 120 kilometers an hour. One morning he had like a bowl of cereal with milk and he's spooning it into his face. And, th and then you've got people with their dogs in their car jumping yeah. all over them. Yeah. Like touching your screen to change a song, man. Like that's, that's a little extreme compared to all the other crazy distracted driving things. Right, right. Right. Thank you for that. Kyla, what do you think of that? I mean, you do see people doing that, you know, snarfing down a Big Mac and large fries while you're driving. I mean, mm -hmm. but that's technically illegal, too, though, isn't it? I mean, couldn't a cop write you up a ticket for dangerous driving or something? You could get ticketed for driving without due care and attention right. or for driving with the controls obstructed. So you can't have anything between you and the steering wheel while your vehicle is in motion. Right. So, I mean, they could still get you for that, but I wonder how common those type of tickets are. I mean, it sounds like they're writing a lot of these distracted driving tickets, but I wonder how often they write a ticket for, you know, 
eating a eating a bowl of cereal behind the wheel. They're very rare in my experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is that does that reveal the hypocrisy of the whole thing in your mind? It does. And the consequences, yeah. if you get the, the driving with a bowl of cereal ticket, the consequences are less severe than the cell phone ticket. Okay. So even though it's more dangerous, um, it, it does reveal the hypocrisy. John and Langley, hi. Hey. Hi, John. Go ahead. What do you want to say? Well, I basically just said I, I do agree that the ticket should be, uh, regardless of you're stopping at a light or with a song, especially with a song, uh, when you're accepting a call with the one touch as per the MDA and Drive Smart BC, you're only hitting the button once, and you're not even really having to look back at the screen again. When you're changing your song, as a lot of people do, they'll shuffle, and they'll look at the phone to change the song, and then they'll change it again and look at the phone again, and it creates further havoc. Especially uh, also with regard to stopping at a light, um, there's no inherent immediate danger. But the problem is when you're sitting there, you're not paying attention to your peripherals, and then the light changes, and then you get people honking behind you, creating added road rage onto the road. So you're creating a problem down the road. Theoretically, yes, they could change it so that there's a 368 uh, distracted while in the vehicle's in motion, and maybe do a 167 for while it's stopped at a light in lieu. But definitely, uh, people just need to be able to read properly. It's all, all right. black and white. There should be no confusion. John, thank you for the call. I, I thought you raised some good points. Kyla, what do you think? I mean, I, I don't disagree that if you are, you know, shuffling through your music to try and find that one song you want to hear, um, you know, that does create more of a risk. But that's not the facts in this case. Um, and for many people, you might hit the button to shuffle the song and then listen to what comes on, identify it based on listening, and just hit the button without even looking at the screen to see what happens next. Okay, but aren't you opening up a huge gray area of the law there? I mean, how is a cop supposed to determine if you're just pressing the phone button once or you were scrolling or you're shuffling? I mean, how is a cop supposed to prove what you did? They make observations through the window. Oftentimes, in these cases, people are stopped at a red light and they're standing staring at them for several seconds before they come up and knock on the window. So uh, I don't think it would be difficult for the officers to enforce it that way. Karen in Surrey, hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good, Karen. Good. What would you like to say? Um, I ended up getting a ticket. Um, I work with some kiddos that have different abilities, and I had one that was having some behaviors, and I basically just picked up the phone and passed it to her, and I got pulled over. Um, when the police pulled me over, uh, he said, do you know why you got pulled over? I said, no. And he, was, he wrote me a ticket using my device while driving. My de- device was locked. The girl had it in her hand. I actually saved a lot of distracting driving because I was passing it to her. I had to make that choice, yet I still got $368 ticket. So you, yeah, so you got the ticket for passing the, giving the phone to someone else in the car, basically physically, yeah. Yeah, it was just right up and over. It was nothing. She was waiting for it. But if you knew what other kind of things could have happened with this girl in the back seat, like she kicks out windows and that, I did the right thing, but I still got... Thank you for the call. I I hate to step on you, but they're out of time. 30 seconds, Kyla. Um, you would potentially in those circumstances have a defense of necessity where there was imminent peril posed by a person with a behavioral disorder um, who may have caused more risk to you. And the decision to touch the phone momentarily oh. was uh, was would be de- reasonably defended by that um, by that situation. So she may have so- had a defense there. Sounds like she needs a good lawyer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay.
Just giving you a quick plug there. Okay, Kyla, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I agree. You bet. That's Kyla Lee.